Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 41 of the Chasing Bravery podcast. Today is something different and fun, and I'm not exactly sure how it's going to go because I've never actually edited my own podcasts before, but it's going to be a collection of the conversations that I've had with past guests on the show who will all be running in the U.S. Olympic Marathon Trials on February 29th, which is coming up. To start this episode, we're going to hear from all of the women in order from previous, most recent recorded, um, all the way down to the first episodes uh, with women who had qualified for the Olympic trials all the way back in actually 2017. So it's going to be a journey back in time. Let's get to know these Olympic trials qualifiers. Lindy Davis, and I'm just a runner mom trying to do my best. And doing my best is hard these days. Um, I am now nine months postpartum and have a nine month old little boy. And we have both of us had a hard time getting much sleep. And, um, and I've been struggling myself with some postpartum depressions uh, since he was born. And so I've recently been able to share a little more openly about uh, some of the difficulties of what I've been going through uh, with not only postpartum depression and uh, changes, life changes uh, into motherhood, but also uh, how running fits into that. Because before I was pregnant, I qualified for my second USA Marathon Olympic trials and I was the fittest I'd ever been in my life, and that propelled me into a active pregnancy. Uh, but now I've been and very, very humbled and a little bit of foot in mouth of how I used to share my story of running <laughs> before <laughs> being pregnant and being a mom. I, I am a little embarrassed, uh, to be honest. Uh, I've learned, I've been humbled, and I've learned to be much more empathetic to everyone's story. You just don't know what they're going through. Um, And so now, I guess the summary is, I I was an elite runner. I'm still trying to be an elite runner, um, but I'm trying to work harder on my mental health and my spirit right now as I recalibrate into the world of parenting. So my name is Anne-Marie Kirkpatrick. Um, I am a mom of two boys, um, and I work for a nonprofit, Mountains and Plains, um, guiding trips all over, like hiking and biking, that kind of thing. Um, And I am a runner (laughs) and a wife. and I'm a professional runner, uh, 10K up to the marathon. I currently live in Shane Flagstaff, Arizona with my husband, Ben, and we have two young toddlers, Riley and Huston, and they're two and three. Um, we train with our group, Hoka Northern Arizona Elite, and both of us have been 
trying to make an Olympic team since the beginning of our professional careers about a decade ago. But somewhere along the lines, we kind of realized we didn't want whether we make an Olympic team to define us or not. So we've devoted our energy and kind of shift our focus into the things we do off the track and off the road. Um, and that's given me a greater sense of the impact that I want to leave on the sport before I'm done. My name is Lauren Floris. I live with my husband, Henry, and my daughter, Lavinia, in Southern California. Um, I am a full-time assistant cross-country and track coach at California Baptist University. And I myself am still training um, post-collegiately. I don't know how long you can use that term when you're like six years out of college. Um, and I think I actually heard this term on your podcast with um, Sarah Mack, um, she says she's a faux pro, yeah. and I've always called myself a sub elite, but now I like faux pro a lot better. <laughs> I love it too. I was loving it. I was like, that's perfect. It's so good. <laughs> well, I'm Neely Gracie, and I am 28. I'm a professional marathon runner for Adidas, and I'm currently on a maternity leave. Uh, we're having our, our first baby in August. So less than three months to go. Um, counting it down. Uh, and it seems like most recently I've been known as Strider's mom because apparently Strider is super popular on Instagram at the moment. So our dog um, is Strider and yeah, we live in Boulder, Colorado. Um, my husband's my coach. And my goal uh, after the baby is to uh, get back in shape and get ready to um, qualify and compete in the 2020 Olympic marathon trials. Hi, my name is Sabrina Lopez. I'm from Southern California. I run competitively. I run for Sketches Performance, and I also am sponsored by CEP. Um, I recently qualified to the, to the Olympic trials for 2020, so I feel like that's the biggest accomplishment. And also, I'm currently doing my master's in psychology with an emphasis in ABA, and I am currently a behavior therapist. Okay, so my name is Regina Lopez, and I'm from Southern California. <laughs> and I recently made the Olympic trials for 2020 and I'm sponsored by Sketches Performance as well and also a CP, I'm sponsored by CEP as well too and I'm doing my master's right now in psychology and I want to pursue a career in behavior analyst and right now I'm a behavior therapist as well. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the 2020 Olympic Marathon Trials qualifiers who have all been guests on the Chasing Bravery podcast. Hi, Cruz. Cruz is here recording with me, my nine-month-old. I did not want to leave out the women who I've had on the show who qualified for the trials in 2016. Their wisdom and their experience... Uh, is just as incredible and inspiring. So let's take a moment and hear from them as well. Hi, 
So for everybody listening, we are speaking with Heidi Greenwood, and Heidi is a very accomplished distance runner um, and just overall fitness enthusiast, I guess I could say. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And... But for, you know, for everybody who is not familiar with you, um, just go ahead and give an introduction to yourself, who it is, what you do, where you live, all that good stuff. Sure, sure. So I grew up in a small northern Minnesota town, um, almost Canada, 10 miles from the Canadian border. Um, (laughs) And so I grew up um, really active. I played um, in three different sports in high school, and then um, that provided some opportunity for me to participate in college athletics. So I went to um, the University of North Dakota um, and played volleyball and ran track there. Um, I was, uh, my first love was volleyball, so running was kind of a secondary thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But as time evolved, you know, running has really turned into my passion. Um, But so I went to school, I got my um, undergraduate degree in physical education and exercise science, and then I hung around and um, got my master's in uh, kinesiology, um, which is, you know, just advanced exercise science, basically, and I did my thesis on um, sports psychology. Um, Yeah, and then I uh, taught elementary FIED for a couple years um, in Minnesota before um, I married uh, my husband, and then when I married my husband, we... Um, had to move locations um, and so we lived in Fargo for one year and then we moved out and lived in Cleveland, Ohio for um, three years where my husband's residency was. Um, He is an ophthalmologist. Um, And then out in Ohio I think is really where I found kind of like my groove with running and I just got, um, I met some really wonderful people um, that really (laughs) made the process of running 20 miles, uh, um, you know, fun, you know, (laughs) meeting with people and chit-chatting and it was just a really nice social aspect for me and outlet and especially with, you know, my husband was very busy with um, schooling and his residency so this running was kind of like the thing for me and um, it was kind of my outlet. So um, when I was out there, I um, started uh, working at a health club um, and then um, also um, I got into personal training there and I really enjoyed, um, enjoyed that. So I did that for our time out there. And then after living in Ohio, um, well, while I living in Ohio is where I qualified for the Olympic trials, um, for the first, so I ran, I ran the qualifying time twice, um, you know, leading into the Olympic trials of 2016, mm-hmm. uh, um, and so that was kind of, I was pretty focused on, on that goal of running at the Olympic trials. Um, and then we had moved away from Ohio where my husband did a fellowship in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So leading into the trials, I was um, living and training there um, by myself. So it was a little challenging. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Doing all that workload, you know, by yourself and also um, just with the weather. Yeah. <laughs> is far from ideal there, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sarah Robinson. A lot of people know me as Mac in the like sort of running world, um, or social media world, I guess. And I'm a mom, I'm a runner. I work for myself in marketing. Uh, I live in Tacoma, trying to like, <laughs> list things. I'm 
not as prestigious as some of your other guests in that I'm like, uh, I call myself a faux pro runner. <laughs> um, <laughs> which means I love it. I take it really seriously. I made the Olympic trials in 26 for the 2016 Olympic trials. Um, and, but otherwise I'm sort of, I'm like the, the mid pack pro, faux pro. Yeah. I love that <laughs> And I'm term. currently pregnant right now. So I'm not, um, competing right now. 23 weeks pregnant today. <laughs> well, congratulations. All right, so the last two women that we heard from, Sarah Robinson and Heidi Greenwood, will not be running in the 2020 Olympic marathon trials, but they both ran in the 2016 marathon trials. And since then, both have had a child and are still both incredible, inspiring, amazing women, regardless of if they ever run an OTQ again, or if they even run again, <laughs> that's up to them. Um, I think I'm not alone in saying that I hope to see them achieve their dreams, whatever that might be going forward. And maybe figure out if an OTQ is in the future for either one of them in 2024. I'm sure that they would be able to make it happen. So now I just want to talk a little bit about the 2020 Olympic marathon trials. I'm sure that anyone who's listening to this probably knows all these details, but I think it's kind of cool to go over it. So the Olympic marathon trials, which is the race to determine the three men and three women who will run the marathon for the United States, is going to be on February 29th, 2020 in Atlanta. And it'll be on a leap day, which is kind of cool. So um, this field is historically large and that is because hundreds of women hit the qualifying time. So to gain entry into the race, women had to run either a time of 2.45, two hours and 45 minutes in the marathon, or an hour and 13 minutes in the half marathon. So according to USA track and field lists, 511 women and 260 men have qualified. That's a lot of women compared to men, and that's, that's pretty cool. So probably not all of those people will show up in Atlanta, but it is a huge field. Um, by comparison, the 2016 marathon trials, there were 211 men and 246 women, which is you know, pretty equally distributed, and that made for a grand total of 457. So the qualifying has now closed, and that means that there's no last minute entries or races that can be run and no one will be able to qualify again until I believe the very first time is CIM which will be in 2021 I believe I think I have that right so in the next episode which should be coming out in the next week or so I will be hearing from as many of the ladies that you just heard as possible getting life updates, getting training updates, quick, brief segments, maybe five to eight minutes long from each of them, 
and I've already recorded a few. Um, it's exciting to hear just how everybody is doing in the lead up to this super big, exciting race, which is really just a celebration of everybody's hard work. So stay tuned, and I hope that you enjoyed this little travel back in time, listening to all the ladies on the Chasing Bravery podcast who have qualified for the Olympic trials in the marathon. Thank you.